Hello and welcome back to Rarua Radio. It is the show coming to you from Rarua Normaland Media in Wellington, New Zealand. Each week we get students from across our school to come and tell you about something that they love, that they think you should check out. This week I'm joined by Harley, George and Lucy to talk about the most well-known role-playing game in the world, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons is also known as D&D. It's a tabletop role-playing game. It was first published back in 1974 and has since inspired a whole genre of game. The game is usually set in a fantasy world where players create their own characters and get to guide them through a story by embarking on quests, battling monsters, and facing other challenges. Usually you use a dice and rule books with a person playing the role of game master who guides the story and controls any non-playing characters, any NPCs. Players can choose from a variety of races and classes and abilities, and the decisions and actions can affect the shape of the story and the outcome of the game. People enjoy playing D&D for a lot of reasons, including the social aspects of playing with friends, the creativity of building a role-playing world and a character, and the excitement of a shared storytelling experience. The game's also been praised for stuff like promoting teamwork, problem-solving, and creativity, so there's a lot of reasons why you should check it out. So, in the studio today, I have Lucy. Hi, Lucy. Hi. I have George back again. Hello, hello. And Harley. Hi. So, team, how did you guys get introduced to this game? Well, I read about it in a book, and I found a lot of interest in it. Later on, I found out that my childhood friend played D&D, and their dad was the dungeon master, and they wanted me to join. That's awesome. So you've been playing for a, from a young age, it sounds like, uh, with some childhood friends and some family members? Yeah. Very, very cool. George, how did you first encounter the game? I only just started this year when it was my friend's birthday and he got D&D and he just wanted to just jump straight in. My sister was the dungeon master because she's done that before and then I just absolutely loved it and from then on I've been trying to create just simplified semi-advanced and advanced sheets. Oh, very cool. We're going to talk more about that homebrew sort of stuff that you might be doing as well a little bit later. But very cool that someone got it as a birthday gift and then you guys were able to jump in and bring it to life. And then because it was my birthday a few days ago, I got a different kind of D&D. Ah, excellent. Yeah, we'll talk about modules and how all of that sort of stuff fits into the game as well. But Harley, how did you get introduced to the game? So it first started when my family, on my dad's side, um, they pretty much just started playing D&D like, oh, this must be a fun game, let's play it. And so they started playing it. A while later, they introduced me like, do you want to play it? And I was like, nah, I just don't feel like it. But like, now that I've heard more about it and I've seen the adults play more of it, it's just like, wow, this seems like a really cool game. Why don't I try it out? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It is a different sort of thing to do, right? So for people just starting out, it can be a bit daunting. Uh, but if you do get a chance to play it, usually you get hooked and you, you just want to play more and more of it. What do you think makes this game so special? Why, why should people check this out? I think that it's a really fun game for everyone. And it just allows you to be yourself while being someone else. Yeah, that's a really interesting thing. Because you're playing a character, right? In the game, everyone around the table is, is making a character that they get to control and decide what they do and what they look like and things like that. But you're saying that it also makes you able to be yourself more as well. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, if you play with a really good group of people, hopefully you're getting a lot of those moments to, to uh, be yourself and express yourself in different ways. Um, what do you think makes this game special, Harley? 
I think this game is really special because in that you're playing a game where you, as Lucy said, you get to be a different person along with being yourself in a way. But also it is quite a game of problem solving because if you say you get into a situation with a big beast, you have to like, like, oh no, I need to evaluate what I need to do to do this and then that and yeah. Yeah, some of the aspects of it might be familiar from other games, like fighting a pack of wolves. But what's great about this game is you don't necessarily have to fight them. You might be able to think up another way to approach that situation um, and, you know, do some problem solving or creative creative thinking there too. Um, yeah, George, what do you reckon? Um, why is it special? I think it's special. I agree with both Harley and Lucy um, because you get to create a character and even if you're someone that doesn't, like, think you're that kind good um you could just make you can actually make your character really really strong and powerful but with some downsides but with quite a lot of upsides yeah yeah you you, you get just to create and something yeah 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 for sure and then some for me i kind of thought okay tiefling's definitely better than i am probably so i was just thinking okay um, but it kind of put up my self-esteem and every and all that. Yeah, um, cool. So, yeah, um, we've talked a little bit about, uh, about characters and, and what that means, but maybe we can unpack that a little bit more. So what does it mean to play a character when you play D&D? You have to think, what would this character go with? Because you also have, like, you have your race and then you also have kind of your job. So there's rogues, barbarians, and bards. My character is a dwarf bard, and my, my the funniest thing is, I think, is that his name's Beedledeedum because I th- I like the book, the Harry Potter book. Yeah. Uh, Beedle and the Bard. That's very cool. I like the connection you you've made there. Um, yeah, when you when you play a game, especially if you're a player rather than the game master, you're gonna come up with a character, and that character has a sheet that has all of their important information. And the characters have strengths. Sometimes they're really good at certain things. Yeah. Sometimes they have weaknesses. Like if you're a bard, then you have high charisma, and you and you for an ability, you probably have animal handling. You couldn't kind of be like a bard with the highest strengths, wisdom, intelligence, that stuff. You have to have it to be suiting your character. Yeah, you might have heard it referred to as being balanced, right? Instead of having a character that is just strength, 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 they need to have some weaknesses or some room for improvement, eh? Um, so, yeah, we've talked about, you know, characters having the sheet, having some flaws and weaknesses. And then we've mentioned both the race, which is what type of person are you? Are you a dwarf, a human, an elf? There's all sorts of things like that, as well as some other ones like tiefling, which is unique to Dungeons & Dragons. Big purple with antlers and spikes on the back. Yeah, yeah. Very, a very cool look. Um, what sort of characters have we played before? I have played a rogue and a wizard. My favourite being the rogue, even though I haven't done it, played it as long as my wizard. It's because it has anger issues, and I really like that because I get to punch my friend, well, sister. In the game? 
Yeah. Oof. Excellent, but not in real life. Yeah, yeah. No, very good. Bit worried there. <laughs> Sometimes you get to reenact things in the game that you're like, I would never do this in person, but it feels fun to do this in the game. So you play a rogue character. Do you know what race your rogue was? A tabaxi. Ooh, very cool. Do you want to give us an explanation? What is a tabaxi? A tabaxi is a cat person. Mm. It can be a few different species. For me, mine is a puma, but... Um, some people like to be leopards, and some people I mean, people there's so much kittens. you can do with that. It's very cool. Yeah. Harley, what about your characters? Who have you played before? Um, so when we played at home, sadly, um, my family, they started, I think it's called a series. They started it without me, but um, I always got to help. And my stepmums, who was who I usually help, I think she was a dwarf, yeah. and she had, her strength was in potions, and... Yeah, so she'd usually heal them. It could be a dwarf cleric if the idea yeah, is to heal cleric. other people. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, um, what Harley's bringing up is that idea of an ongoing story, like a series or um, in D&D terms, you'd say campaign. And even if you don't start the campaign with everyone else who started, it's very easy to join in midway through something. Because some people didn't join in, I just said... If they want to join in, we can just say they fell off a building and landed on one of our characters' heads. Yeah, yeah here, here they are, and they're now in the party, and they're going to join in the adventure. I um, only recently started playing. Over the last two years, I've been playing uh, a character that is two gnomes stacked on top of each other and hiding in a trench coat. <laughs> so they are a rogue duo, um, and their names are Gimble and Gamble. They're very fun. Um, yeah, so you get to imagine these characters. They go through different sorts of adventures and quests, um, and these can either be made up completely by the person running the game or they could be based on a book or a module. Um, uh, the classic one is The Lost Minds of Phandalin, uh, which has been a book that's been around for a while. A lot of people have played through that adventure. Um, do we want to maybe introduce what sort of story has been told in the different campaigns we've been a part of? Well, for me, how I got a D&D game for yeah. my birthday, we got Adventures of Stormwreck Isle. Mm, very cool. I like the title of that. What sort of vibe is it? Is it similar to a film or well, I haven't we might know? Only my sister has read through it because we haven't had enough, kind of enough people to play because uh, we have a usual party yeah. to play with, but we, we can't get them round to our place so we can play. Which is maybe the biggest struggle of D&D is, is finding time to play with the same set of people. I, I kind of feel sorry for my sister because being a DMer is quite hard yeah. because you have to read through all the books and then you also have to become the NPCs yeah. just like have already have a number in your mind of what the NPCs are going to do and respond to players I also for my birthday because I'm getting so into D&D I also got my own special set of die that's also very cool being able to roll physical dice and they're a little bit different than maybe dice people are familiar with those six-sided ones but we'll come back to that. I want to hear a little bit about the story that Lucy's played through. What's your campaign been like? Well, my first campaign, which is the wizard one, is set in the city of Aramaya. So far, we've been to the Great Purple Desert. We've fought a giant mutated gorilla wow. uh, and two other gorillas. We've fought uh, um, a lot of sand tigers. And has there been a goal? Is there something you're trying to do in the campaign? Yes. Well, at the moment, we're trying to get away from camp, which is my friend's camp. 
because she is heir to the throne of the desert tribe. Mm. But she found a rare item, a trophy, giving out all kinds of magic, mm. which attracts bugs. And the bugs in this game are giant. Right, yeah. That sounds problematic. Um, yeah, I mean, that tension, that the fact that you're playing a character, the character could die in the course of your story, um, really adds to the stakes of, of what it is you're, you're uh, saying. But of course, if your character does die, that doesn't mean you're out of the game. You can roll up a new character or take one of the uh, NPCs and make them a, a new player character instead. If someone was keen to try this out or they were maybe a little bit on the fence, they've only seen it on Stranger Things, they haven't seen it in real life, what's one thing you'd say to help convince them to take the jump and, and to try out the game? My personal view of it is the, the creative aspect mm. where, as we said at the start, being able to create you in a different form, being able to say, okay, I want to make this decision to change these things and pretty much express yourself in a way that you can essentially do more. I would say because it kind of brings people together um, because, like we were saying earlier as well, um, you can... There's some decisions that you have to make and you have to work together, but it can also kind of split people apart because um, if someone doesn't agree and then you just do it. Angie. And that was in this first episode of Stranger Things. You, if you like D&D, watch Stranger Things. Yeah, and that the, the kids are playing D&D because it's kind of a throwback to that time as well. Well, I think there are many possibilities Say you were going to fight a pack of wolves, but you don't actually have to do that. You can find a creative way. Like maybe you have some berries and you might give it to the wolves or maybe you might decide to cast a spell on them to make them go to sleep and it makes it a lot easier. It's up to you and the other players as to how you tackle each scenario. And sometimes players can make choices that the DM didn't even think about, like casting sleep on the wolves to get past them. Maybe they didn't consider that. But that could come back in the story later on. When they wake up, are they now following you? Or if you fed them, are they now a little bit of a pet for the party? Because that could happen too. Um, that's something I really like about it, is being able to tell stories where you're responding to what players are doing in the world. Yeah, like the DMer couldn't go could just have thought okay so i think the bard's going to try and tame them but maybe if they're on the non-pacifist side then they could get it because i'm a dwarf bard they could get a really strong character to pick the bard up and just throw him at the you'd be amazed how many dwarfs get thrown in games yeah, yeah. i i heard from my sister that um one of the characters got just got there were two. There were two dwarves, and and they and someone just went, kind of used a loot mm. as a baseball bat. Ooh, wow! <laughs> and I mean, check with your dwarf before you throw them. But yeah, yeah. There's, there's lots of fun things you can do. <laughs> it's it's a good motto. Check with the dwarf before you absolutely eat them. Like like when you're playing father son in D and D, just be like, hey kid, catch! Throws the dwarf. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> There's all sorts of fun things you can do. 
<laughs> On that note, we're going to wrap up. Thank you very much for joining us today, guys, in the studio. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> this week's episode was hosted by me, CJ. It was recorded and edited by Bonnie. Our guests this week were Lucy, Harley, and George, and our theme music was made by our very own Logan Hart. Thanks, as always, to Dado Intermediate for supporting the show and the children's bookstore of Colburnie. Um, and thank you very much to you, the listener. Now it's time for our quick picks. One more thing we have to recommend. Lucy. I recommend if you're into D&D, have a look at the monster manuals or the player handbook. George. If you like D&D, I would recommend Stranger Things. It is based on D&D. Harley. If you enjoy Dungeons and Dragons, I would recommend the Hobbit movie because they have things like dragons, orcs, trolls, goblins, like all of that amazing stuff. Bonnie. D&D one-shots are super fun. And I'm going to recommend checking out some one-page RPGs. There's all sorts of stuff that players have made and put up online. Uh, They're really cool to go check out. So search up one-page RPG to find a new game that you could run. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.